Welcome back to the Zen Row Podcast. I'm your host, Jazz Ben Wheatgill. Can you believe we're almost at the end of January? Oh my gosh. By the time this podcast airs, we'll probably be in February. But alas, I have done 18 days of yoga so far, as well as meditation and journaling for my daily ritual. This is a new thing that I've started uh, this year. I do switch up my ritual every couple of months because you got to keep it fresh. But uh, the yoga thing is definitely new for me. Doing that every day, I've never done that before. And I'm doing yoga with Adrienne's 30-day challenge. Um, she's she's done so many in the past. Like I've been following her for years. But this is the first time I actually am participating fully in a 30-day yoga challenge. And I got to say that I love it. I love looking forward to it in the morning. Like this is, I never usually look forward to things in the morning, but going to bed and at night, I'm like, oh, I have my yoga in the morning and that makes me happy and something to look forward to. It's not hard. It's pretty, um, it's pretty beginner. Like you can make it harder, but um, I haven't done yoga for a while. So this has been really good for me to get back into it and get into flexibility and making myself feel a little bit more less tense and less stressed and more limber, which is all goals of mine this year and and just getting out of having neck and back pain every day. That's another goal of mine this year. So I'm really hoping that doing this daily yoga will help me get there. And it's also just having an awareness of your body. This is something I think we don't necessarily put as a priority in our lives and we wake up we work and maybe we shower in the the day and 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 then we go to bed like it's that sounded really dull and boring but you know we are all staying inside these days anyway so our options are limited um the point being is i feel that body awareness like how we really feel and checking in and all of those great things that are internal is something that we kind of just don't pay attention to. And I'm guilty of this. I haven't, I, you know, don't really haven't like most women don't necessarily feel great about my body for years and years and years. And that has left me with some bad habits and not so great ways of thinking about myself, but that's all hopefully changing as I, put more emphasis on daily yoga, checking in with myself, seeing how I feel, listening to my body, and, you know, taking more time for self-care. So those are all things that I definitely recommend. It's not necessarily hardcore spiritual, but it is in a lot of respects because spirituality at the end of the day is a journey to understand your soul, your life journey, and who you really are and a big part of that is really your body and really figuring out what it needs and listening to it and being kind to it so that is kind of what my little spiel or rant i guess on um, just my zen share of the day uh, or the podcast is is just leaving you with this thought of maybe check in with yourself today and every day and 
realizing that your body and the awareness of your body is really important for your overall health, well-being, and even towards spirituality in a lot of respects. So that's all I wanted to share today. Hope you um, have a wonderful evening or morning or whatever, wherever you are in the world. Uh, Definitely subscribe if you haven't and share this with friends. I hope you're ready to hear from my third guest in my podcast. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Zen Row podcast. I'm super pumped to talk to our guest today. She has not one, not two, but three businesses. I'm so impressed and curious to dig into her journey and find out how she does it. Our guest is a web and graphic designer turned spiritual healer. She's been designing websites and brands for the past five years. And on top of that, she's done 400 tarot card readings. May I introduce to you Jazz Deal to the show? Welcome, Jazz. Hi, Jazz. Nice to meet you again. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> show I'm really honored to be here and awesome right into it yeah (laughs) first of all we have the same name which is awesome (laughs) (laughs) I'm so curious to know what what's your you have you obviously have a full name and jazz is like a nickname yes jazz deep it's my full name oh it's deep okay mine's jeet (laughs) oh we have the first uh, the same first name I think that works just fine (laughs) oh totally (laughs) okay so we're going to start off with some quick zen rapid fire to get us started okay so on a scale from zero to woo woo how spiritual are you I think I'm a full 10 right now I, I used to be a little bit of a cynical person and then all of a sudden, um, I didn't realize I was uh, tapping into my spiritual side um, when all these spiritual clients and entrepreneurs started coming to me for branding. Cool. And I, and I was just really good at branding them because they're like, you're so, you just always understand um, what we want. You always deliver the vision. I didn't realize I was um, intuitive. Mm-hmm. My spiritual journey actually started in 2019 uh, when I met my teacher, Lindsay Diamond. And um, she became like my coach, my teacher, because I was doing her branding and she taught me how to do things uh, differently than I would do in my business. And she just really uh, taught me how to pivot into the spiritual side. Yes, I've had a a branding and design studio for like the last five years, but I really pivoted into spirituality myself in 2019. And it just came out of nowhere. It just took me by shock. So when the student is ready, the teacher will come, right? Exactly. She appeared out of nowhere. And the funny thing is that I worked with her sister and her sister introduced me to my teacher and it, and I just never looked back. So I, now I still do planning, but my main focus is inner child work and doing readings for clients. So that's what I've been doing for like the last year and a half. Cool. Oh, we, we skipped over some of the rapid fire, but um, let's let's quickly go back and go through the rapid fire, and then I'd love to dig into your story a little more. Um, but that's that's wonderful. Okay, so definitely your ten out of ten for for that question. Yeah. So, meditation or breath work? I do both actually because I feel like okay. uh, breath work goes into like your body and your energy, and then when you meditate. It's all about breathing too. So I feel like both of them tie together. Yeah, for sure. I use both, yes. Okay. Candles or incense? I'm a candles whore, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always 
I always go to the sale and I buy like 20 candles and you have to do two separate transactions. Oh, nice. For the candle. <laughs> yes. Uh, crystals or essential oil? Crystals. I love crystals. Cool. And what book are you reading right now? I'm actually reading uh, The Archer by Paulo Coelho. It was gifted to me by my sister. He's one of my favorite authors. Cool. I've only read two pages, so I have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, I just, I read that book too. It's really quick read. Like you can finish it in like an hour. Oh, okay. Um, I'll definitely dive into it. Yeah, yeah. It's time. really good. Sounds really good. good. Um, and what is your daily ritual? I have to journal every single day. Like I set my timer for like 10 to 15 minutes and I brain dump because if I don't, um, if I don't acknowledge how I'm feeling or what's going on in my mind mm -hmm. I don't get any mental clarity and I can't focus on the rest of my day so that's like a non-negotiable for me I have to bring oh, nice. it cool awesome okay so I know you already touched on your a little bit about how you became an entrepreneur and what you're doing now with your spirituality I'd love to like dial it back and go to the beginning of your journey of going into the web and graphic designing so mm -hmm. how did you first get into entrepreneurship? What was the motivation and what got you into this, uh, into this journey? So my dad's an entrepreneur. He's been an entrepreneur for like almost 45 years. So I grew oh, wow. up in business and yeah. I, I, I have always been a part of like my dad's business as well. So I, I learned a lot growing up from my dad and mm -hmm. like uncles. So it was kind of like a natural pivot for me. Cause when I used to work nine to five, like I felt like I was just trapped and I just didn't enjoy it. And I, I was always like, well, dad's his own boss. Why can't I be? <laughs> so <laughs> so um, uh, I got laid off in 2014. And uh, when I got laid off, they hired like six people to replace me. And when wow. a couple of weeks later, they were like, oh, can you come back? And I was like, no freaking way. I'm not coming back. <laughs> so that was like kind of like my calling into entrepreneurship. So I never looked back. And then when I wanted to start my graphic and web design business it was by chance um because I am already well versed in photoshop and adobe illustrator I made my own yeah. logo and all that stuff and people would ask me questions oh who did your branding I'm like oh I did it myself would you do you want some branding <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I charged five dollars for my first logo in 2014 I think five dollars and then I just slowly started building um a clientele uh based mm -hmm. off referrals so a lot of referrals and a lot of repeat clients. That's how my uh, business skyballed. And then I started with branding and then I started um, going into web design and stock photography because I'm multi-talented and multi-passionate, right? So I'm able to monetize yeah. a lot of my skills because they work and overlap. So that's how right. like my journey started. And five years later, I'm still doing it. That's great. Um, in your, when you're going through this process of building your business, was there any anything that you came and tripped you up like limiting beliefs or fears absolutely like scarcity lack money mindset um imposter syndrome was definitely one of them mm -hmm. um, i had to realize really quickly that no one's an overnight success and everyone works to get where they are like you don't know how many hours someone's putting in before someone sees their work and is like oh my god i want to hire you so um I definitely had to reframe my mindset. I really had to get into affirmations. Um, I hired a business coach to help me. Um, I started doing my inner child work, going to therapy. I was like, okay, what do I want out of my life? Do mm -hmm. I want to be comfortable or do I want to, or do I want to struggle? <laughs> that yeah. was, it was a clear choice. And I was like, I want to be comfortable and I, and I want to live the way I'm meant to. So 
I had to like really restructure my relationship with money, my relationship with the kind of people I wanted to work with. And I was, and I just made it a point that if someone stresses me out, I will not work with them. Simple. Mm -hmm. I just choose comfort over anything else. And that's why I'm able to uh, expand my business on my own terms, do things the way I want. I'm very quick to say no <laughs> when I don't want to do something. So I feel like yeah. that's what gets yeah. me by. And, <laughs> cool. I and I always trust my intuition. If I get uh, a bad feeling about a client or I'm like, no, they're, I usually know when someone's going to give me a hard time and I, I trust my intuition. And when I've gone against that, it's always bit me in the ass. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so how, what was your transition between your web and graphic design business uh, towards this new business that you had that started about a year ago around tarot card reading and spirituality? So I have a lot of um, clients who are spiritual and I became friends with a couple of my clients who needed websites and branding and they're like, oh, do you want a tarot reading? And I was just like, okay, sure, let's let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I got a reading and my mind was blown. I'm like, how do you know that? I'm like, how do you know that? I didn't tell you that. And they were mm-hmm. like, and then my friend was like, why don't you try it as well? I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to do it. And she's like, mark my words in four years, you're going to be doing this. I'm like, no, I'm wow. four years later, guess what I'm doing? <laughs> so like, <laughs> she like predicted it for me. And she's my, wow. one of my friends. And, um, I was actually gifted my first tarot deck when I was 19 years old. I'm going to be 34 this year. So I didn't know I had the, the gifts all this time. And then I, wow. and around the time that I was uh, going through my spiritual awakening, I was moving and I found my, my first deck that was gifted to me. And I started playing around with it. Like I felt like it was just divine timing. And yeah. then I started doing readings for fun on friends. And then people would be like, oh, can you pull cards from me? I'm like, yeah, for sure. And then one of my friends was like, why aren't you charging for this? You give so many, you give such accurate. <laughs> so I charged $15 for my first reading, like uh, about in, I think, October, 2019 or something. And I just, and that's how I skyballed. And then I got onto Twitter. I joined the tarot Twitter community and it's just been mind blowing. I The kind of people that come to me, the people I've found, my soul tribe, yeah to me it's just fun and I still do branding because I like to work with a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs because I feel like I get their vibes Mm -hmm. and what what their vision is because a lot of them basically I can I can understand where they're going when they talk to me so I use my intuition when I'm doing my work so I channel all my work now so that's why it usually turns out the way it's supposed to (laughs) So you'd mentioned you went through a spiritual awakening. Can you like walk, like walk me through that? Like what, what did you go through? So ascension, basically um, uh, a lot of people, when they're about to go through um, a spiritual awakening or ascension is they start, everything kind of like goes tipsy turvy around them, right? Like you feel like your whole world is like shifting. I went through a major tower moment, like the tower card from the tarot deck is showing up in my brain. Um, I got into back-to-back car accidents. I got laid off from my job. Um, A lot of bad shit started happening to me in 2016. And then I was just like, okay, why is this happening? Do I want to, what do I need to change? Like, what is the universe trying to tell me? And my sister is a spiritualist. And she was like, you need to look at your crystals and you need to talk to the (laughs) people. I'm like, no, I don't believe in that shit. (laughs) She's like, no, seriously, take me seriously. My sister's a healer as well. So I sat down with her. I'm like, and she helped me like make a plan for 
what's coming next for me. And she was, she's very inspiring. So I sat down and I'm like, what do I want out of my life? Do I want a kids? Do I want a business? How much money do I want to make? Who do I want to work with? Where am I going? So I really forced myself to look at my mental health as well, because I, because I've had depression since I was 12. And oh, wow. uh, I've been struggling with a, a borderline personality disorder since I was diagnosed when in my twenties. So it's like, there's no like, there's like no uh, in between. It's always like one extreme to the other. There's like no gray area. Either you feel like shit or you feel fantastic. <laughs> oh <laughs> there's just no, nothing in between. So I'm like, how do I stabilize my moods? How do I make myself feel more like myself? So I really started meditating. I started going to yoga. I started hanging out with people who only made me feel good. Around that time, I started losing a lot of friends because they weren't there our visions weren't aligning. Like I wanted more for myself. I wanted a business. I wanted the freedom to travel. I wanted mm -hmm. to be happier. Um, I, I didn't want to like worry about what anyone else was doing. I was only worried about what I wanted to do. So I started losing a lot of friendships. I got into three back-to-back -back accidents in 2016. Oh um, I, it was just a lot of stuff. And I was just like, okay, well, obviously I'm being hit from every direction. What do I need to do? Yeah. <laughs> so I just, I literally just started praying again as well. So, and then I've just gone with the flow. Basically, I try not to control anything because I'm not in charge. It's all divine timing. Mm -hmm. so I've just accepted yeah. that, that yeah. I to go with the flow of life. And this is where I am today. I yeah, said, sure. to an interview and never say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're going with the flow of life. You're surrendering, yeah, which is am, great always, for me. I always tell everyone, go with the flow. Like you can't control anything anyway. Do what make, makes you feel good before you make a big decision. Um, go into your body. How, how does it feel in your body? Does mm. it feel good? Do you feel anxious? Do you feel fear? And then yeah. if you feel fear, go back to the emotion. Why are you Why are you scared? What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. What if when you make a decision... And right after you make the decision, you feel sick to your stomach. What does that mean? For me, it's usually a breakthrough. Something's either something that is meant for me is going to happen. Like sometimes I've made like a decision where I was going to go and meet someone and I didn't want to meet them, but I'm like, no, I have to do it because mm -hmm. I'm changing my experience. I'm going after, I'm supposed to learn something. I always think of it, even if someone's going to hurt me. I will still make that decision because I'm like, what do I, what am I going to learn? What am I holding back? I, I never want to think about the what if I just do it. Yeah. Okay. That's good. And so with all of the, all of your, your spiritual healing gifts and everything, like, how did you, how did it all come about? Like, did it, did you just pick up the tarot cards and just instinctively know how to use them? Or did you use them? Did you do some courses or how did you do everything that you're doing? So my first reading that I did was um, I went to visit my best friend in India. I was 19 and she was a reader. She's uh, she was like, Hey, why don't you do a reading for me? Cause she was doing one for me. And I'm like, sure. Why not? Mm -hmm. And I just started pulling cards for her and I didn't even know what they meant. And she was like, wow, this is so accurate. And I never looked. <laughs> and then I, then I didn't touch tarot for like, until I was like, what? 32 again. So wow. that time passed. So that was my first experience with tarot when I was 19 and then all of a sudden it just came about like my sister always used to use Oracle cards and I would always be curious and I'd be like, can you do a reading for me? And I would make yeah, her do yeah. it for me, but I wouldn't want to touch them myself because I wasn't sure. And it just skyballed when I found my deck again, when I was moving, like it was meant to be. 
Yeah. That's all I can say. It was meant to be. I'm like <laughs> such a spiritualist. No, like, it's great. <laughs> We're here like, for it. Yeah, that's that's all I, I think. I don't think anything's a coincidence. I feel like everything happens on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely believe that too. Um, so what what would how would you go about tapping into your intuition like you talk about um like how does it feel in your body but beyond that how can someone who's new to intuition really tap into it and start recognizing that inner voice so uh the when i started um recognizing my intuition uh, like here's a classic example when you meet someone within the first five seconds you know if you're gonna like them or not right Mm -hmm. energy you're like oh i don't get a good feeling about them oh i like them a lot so that's, that's your internal, that's your red flags built in into your gut. So you yeah. will feel something in your, in the pit of your stomach when you like someone or not, if something will feel right or not. So that's one of the first indicators. Everyone has built an intuition. Um, one of the things that I noticed when I was going through uh, my awakening, I would see signs, I would see angel numbers everywhere. I would see feathers. I would see repeating numbers on license plates, signs in music. Sometimes people would say exactly what I was thinking to me at the same time, just things appearing like it's serendipity, right? So say you're thinking about 444 um, and that's something a sign. The universe will start sending you signals that you just can't ignore. And you'll see it in music, movies, angel numbers. You'll meet people out of the blue who are meant to be. Mm -hmm. So just like little things that the universe is throwing at you. And if you keep ignoring them, you're going to keep having tower moments. Yeah. So tower the, moment being something like a car accident or something, something, something okay. that will shake you the hell up. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Car accidents. Yeah. You don't want it. You, it's easier to just look at some signs versus go to that. that, uh, that honestly, uh, your spiritual awakening will only happen when you're ready or yeah. when you know that it's going to happen. like, it, it's going to take you by surprise, but it'll be a good surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So what, what advice would you give to someone who wants to start a business, but doesn't know where to start? Uh, figure out who your ideal client is. Who do you want to serve? Why did, why is your product better than someone else out there? Um, mm-hmm. Who are you selling to? What's your product? Um, why are you better than someone else? Like it's all about branding and aesthetics, right? So you can package anything. It, yeah. It depends on, like for me, I'm, I, when you go to chapters, for example, there's so much pretty packaging everywhere yeah. and all you want to do is touch it and buy it. Right. That's what branding <laughs> is packaging. Yeah. So if you have a good product, um, all you have to do is brand it and make sure you have your ideal client. Like for me, I have like several different ideal clients for all of my businesses. <laughs> so yeah. for my, for my main branding business, my clients are corporate and they make like up to six to seven figures. So that's my ideal client who is mm-hmm. not going to flinch about paying me my 10K retainer. Or then I have my, with my second business, I have another uh, ideal client avatar, people who want branding on a budget and are new entrepreneurs mm. and don't ha- have limited funds to start. So you have to have an ideal client. It's okay if your business is just starting. We all pivot, we all restructure, we all rebrand through the years. Like if you're not rebranding, through the years, like you're not doing it right. <laughs> you're mm. going to grow, you're going to pivot, you're going to, re- you're going to make changes. So be prepared yeah. to make changes. Um, most startups fail within the first one to five years because mm-hmm. people don't have a solid marketing plan. Um, they don't have a solid business plan either. So 
make sure you know your numbers, make sure you know who you're selling to and you can't go wrong. Do your research. Yeah, that's great advice. Thanks. So are we going to see some more businesses out from you or are you stopping at three? I'm actually, I have some. Oops. Like to buy fonts. Um, I'm I'm so sorry you cut out for a second. That's okay. So I have passive income constraints where, um, there are additional income streams that make me money as I'm sleeping. So oh, I, wow. I sell fonts on, oh, on cool. creative market. So a lot of people who are branding uh, artists like myself, I go on creativemarket.com a lot and I buy mm-hmm. fonts. Sometimes people who are looking for a specific font will buy mine. It's right. an easy sell. $9, no one's, no one's going to say no to $9 for a nice yeah. font. So yeah. just easy easy passive income streams. That's I don't, I don't think I have time for another business, but passive income... That's something I always try to get my hands into. <laughs> yeah, that sounds that sounds cool. That's I love that making money when you sleep. Yes. So let's see. Um, so just we're we're just almost wrapping up here, but I'd love to know um, what is something that everyone needs to heal in order to be an entrepreneur. You do you feel? Go into so I feel like at every stage, every entrepreneur has some lack mindset, money mindset, imposter syndrome. So go back to your inner child, um, do your shadow work. Um, what was your first memory of business when you were a kid? What was your first memory of money, love, mm-hmm. and being enough, being seen, being heard? So it always goes back to your inner child, like your origin story. For example, um, I grew up around a very successful father. So I was like, okay, money must be easy to make. So you grow up around that. So that's what you're limiting. That's what my belief was that I can be a business owner too because my because my dad is. So go back to your first memory of being successful. What does success look like? What were your parents like? It always ties because sometimes we're given beliefs that are not ours necessarily. Mm-hmm. So we have beliefs. Sometimes we grow up around people who are not in the best relationship. For example, parents like broken homes or... I've grown up around a family that wasn't always the best match and my, it tainted my view of love, but I realized that doesn't have to be my story. So go back to your limiting belief of what holds you back in your business and, and track where it started from. If, if it's yours or if it was given to you mm-hmm. by someone older than you. Yeah. So yeah, do your inner child work, track your emotions. Where do they stem from? I feel like inner child work and shadow work is going to teach you more about yourself. And then um, I always recommend getting like a human design reading as well. Oh, okay. Those, um, I I, I don't do them. I have a friend called Yanni who does them. I can send you any information about that. Basically, it shows you like about like your psyche, like what you're good at, what your weaknesses are. Um, if you have an open heart center, if you have an open crown center, like it depends on mm-hmm. like, it shows you what you are as a human and what your strengths and weaknesses are and what you can focus on. So I definitely recommend everyone get a human design reading done. Oh, what's your human design word? I, mine is an open, um, I'm a, a master manifester generator or something Ooh. like that. <laughs> so like uh, my crown <laughs> is open. So that's why someone like me uh, can't conform in a nine to five environment. I have bursts of creativity. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have 
I, I thrive in chaos basically <laughs> because, <laughs> because that's the way I was raised. <laughs> so um, yeah. I don't have, if I have a structure, um, it feel it limits my creativity. So my creativity comes in bursts. So that's why sometimes I work like 20 hours a week because when I work for that one or two hours, I put all my all into it. Mm, I, I'm right. not a nine to five person, so I have an open center. Yeah. So that's why bursts of creativity come through. Comes through. Like I may have this wrong, but like I haven't looked at my chart properly. But like when I dive into it, I it made sense for me. So I highly mm-hmm. recommend everyone get one. Cool. Yeah. I got to get that done. That sounds, I mean, that sounds great. Cause I, I don't feel like I'm built for nine to five either. It's, and, yeah, and structure it's is like structure so is like, depressing. It is. <laughs> like I used to work nine to five. I, I feel like my soul was being sucked out. Of oh, me. I know what you mean. <laughs> and then when oh, I started for myself, like I, I, I was happy again, I was being healthier. I had more uh, freedom to make my own choices. I wasn't limited to a boss. I was my mm-hmm. boss. So I feel like entrepreneurs probably all have open centers. Yeah. Sounds, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's all the, the questions I wanted to ask you. Uh, let's leave it off with where are, are people can find you. And, and if there's anything that you're selling right now that you want to promote. Well, I still my bracelets right now. Oh, <laughs> nice. Like need those. Um, you can find me on my website, nofiltertarot.co to book a reading or if you need any spiritual guidance or if you want to work on your inner child, I do have a 21-day self-study um, that cool. helps you map your emotions. It has built-in EFT tools and workbooks. And then I offer inner child healing sessions as well because I feel like that's where a lot of our... Um, trauma and our beliefs root from anyways mm-hmm. so i always go, just go straight to it nice i like that sounds great and i'll i'll link all your websites in in the show notes but yeah wonderful having you jazz it was, it was great so chatting with you twin. <laughs> i know <laughs> take care right. okay thank you so much okay, bye bye